Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh, there's my start. Let's try that again. It's very sensitive. All right. On the road again. Seems like I'm always on the road again. I am in Avon, Connecticut. Alice Shattuck is in uh, Massachusetts. And uh, here we go again. Thursday show. Alice, I believe uh, that just looking at the... The uh, oh damn! I forgot to make my hot sauces right over there. Just looking at the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce Hotline, I believe there may be some passive aggression. <laughs> I don't think people are over my comments about the. No, shouldn't be. Not put it that way. Okay, so let's. I guess the news of the day is a Britney Griner thing. We we sold off or we gave away. We traded straight up a a, a, a monster madman guy who's an arms dealer, a guy who's responsible for um, training um, militias and guerrilla groups, etc. How to rape, torture, dismember, and all that stuff. He's just a he's just a global dirtbag. Um, and and we got her back. Apparently, uh, apparently her her wife or whatever was said seemed very grateful to everybody. I don't really have all that much. All I know is that it's too bad that we don't have somebody who can wheel and deal and cut a good deal because we get two more people over there, one Marine and one corporate counselor, who it would have been nice to get considering we let their uh, you know mass murderer out. But um, you know she's back, and it's it's another instant one day win for the administration. I mean, what Corinne Jean Pierre said about it today was. Was really probably one of the grossest things I've ever really ever heard. So there's a bunch of people who haven't listened to the TIC show, obviously, yeah. too. So to recap, you know, Putin arrested an American for essentially no reason. She's not like my favorite American in the country, but she's still an American. It still sucks that she's being incarcerated in Russia for something dumb that like, who knows if she even did it. There's a lot of reasons why you might plead guilty to something in a Russian criminal trial other than 
like maybe she didn't do it. I don't know. Maybe she was set up. Who knows? Putin's people do stuff like this. But like she isn't the most patriotic American or like my favorite one in the country, but she's still an American citizen. It's still good for her to come home and it's still good for her to not be rotting in a Russian jail. Right. So that that's all good. The fact that we gave away this dude for it, like it's essentially just giving Putin what he wants because that's why they do this to Americans who go to their country. The same like the North Koreans do Mm -hmm. and stuff like they know that if they hang on to American citizens, they can get concessions out of us. Like they wanted this arms dealer guy back and now they have him back. And, you know, and they didn't have to release the Marine that they already had. So like win for them. And it sucks for the guy who's been there since 2018, who was a Marine, who was like a businessman who was there that they're accusing of espionage. Like, it's not necessarily like such a happy celebratory day. I kind of find it to be a little bit distasteful. But, you know, Brittany Griner and her family are happy. So, okay for them. But then you like you go to Corrine Jean-Pierre and she's like watching a completely different movie so i I mean i don't know play that for people her reaction about the britney griner being back Uh uh-oh hold on do you want me to play that no i can do it i've just it's the the sourcing for this you just got to send change the sound source for the apple uh sound hang on one second okay there's a lot of sirens around here i mean like i'm connected by usb today so here we go okay you hear the sirens? No. You don't? No. Should I hear something? You don't hear sirens? I wonder if it's canceling it out. I don't hear any audio either. I know. It's 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 buffering or whatever. You want to play it? Okay. Yeah, sure. I'll play it. I just asked if you wanted me to play it. I, I know, but then I thought it would it. play instantly. Now I know it's not going to play instantly. Treat Paul Whelan differently given the nature of the total, totally illegitimate charges they have levied against Paul. Unfortunately, the choice became She's to either bring Brittany home or no one. No. As the president said this morning, he will he will never stop working. To well, it gets gross in a second. Home, and he will not give up. On a personal note, Brittany is more than an athlete, more than an Olympian. She is an important role model and inspiration to millions of Americans, particularly the LGBTQI plus Americans and women of color. She should never have been detained by Russia. And uh, we are, I am, deeply proud of the work that the president has done. Treat- so that's the tell right there, right? That she's reading something she's never read before and she's not very good at reading. Is the She should never have been detained by Russia. <laughs> she reads because she well, didn't I understand it, but the problem is the problem is, is there's a personal part. First of all, we didn't ask for your journal entry, Kareen. You're representing the administration. This is a global diplomacy issue it's not what and a personal note there's no personal right. notes save that for after the press conference you know text it to uh to uh yimmy shelcinder or something or somebody who gives a damn it, it, that's gross inspiration and- to millions of americans particularly the lgbtqi plus americans and women of color she should never have been detained by russia and uh we are i am deeply proud of the work that the president has done treat Paul Whelan. Now hold on. Okay, enough. 
it, the, the fact that she said she's an inspiration to millions of Americans, especially LGBTQIE and, and black women, etc. She's taking some liberties there as well. And it's so gross to think that this person's especially special because she's got these things going for her. So Paul First Whelan- of all, no normal person had heard of Brittany Griner, much less been inspired by her until she was no. a teen. Russia. No, but the idea is that like what the other two guys don't have any special things because they're not special things. They're not LGBT in, or black women. It's so gross. It is such gross things. Like I have a special thing. Now one of mine is up there. One of mine is up there and has been captured. That's bad for me because she's such an inspiration. It's so weak. It's so just, it's so intellectually weak. It's dishonorable. I hate that, this idea of I'm just this helpless little thing and my person that looks well, and yeah, talks like me has been guyped and I can't have somebody who who's my categories be guyped because they're an inspiration to me and I need my inspiration back. Shut well, up, dude. Imagine if they freed the other guy and they were like, Great day for white men everywhere as yeah. this one guy is freed from Russian It's just prison. so small-minded. Like, it's so and, weird. It's small-minded and petty and, and disgusting. And and it just, you know, obviously confirms, like, why the emphasis on Brittany Griner, obviously. It's just gross, whatever. Well, right. I mean, like, it, it does absolutely make you question, like, I wasn't necessary. I kind of just assumed that they were going to free Brittany Griner because it's been in the headlines more and they're disgusting, craven people who just want the best headlines for the Biden administration out of everything, right? So that's their that's what I'm thinking their thought process is. But then when they're like, but actually this is so great for LGBTQI people right now that she's being freed. And then I go, okay, so that's why you freed her then. You freed her because she's black and some kind of alphabet letter. Like right. I don't and, that's, uh, and, yes. and we left the other guy there because he's a white he's man. He's not that's, interesting that's, enough. Sorry. That's the read that everybody takes yes. away from that situation when you phrase that that way. If you say, why did you t- bring Brittany Griner home and leave this other guy who's been there longer? And Corrine Jean-Pierre's answer is she's such an inspiration to the LGBTQI plus American community. Well, like that, obviously, that's her answer to the question then. Yeah. Ye- so my advice to... <laughs> Waylon would be to pick a new gender right. ASAP. I think you made that joke mm-hmm. on the radio, but it certainly I saw people making it online too. It's like, but it's not even that funny because it's true. That's how the Biden administration treats this. Everything's the oppression Olympics. With well, them. right. And, well, the, 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 she took time out to say, and just so you know, personally, on a personal note, this is me, me speaking. This makes me really happy. I'm now having a better day because somebody who's also a lesbian is now out of Russian prison. So it really should be, I mean, uh, if anybody were being honest here, and of course they would never say this, you would say that, one, that these are, uh, it's a trumped up charge, and the fact that she's in a workhouse or work prison camp or whatever for nine years is ridiculous, obviously. But really, you would say the urgency here is, if somebody wanted to be honest, the urgency here is is that an American woman doesn't belong in a Russian gulag. Mm-hmm. And first and foremost, uh, she represents somebody who's in special danger of being harmed. And so we're going to prioritize her. Just say that. Just say that. Okay? Right. You know, you know why? Because men expect the women to be let go first. And men with any kind of honor. And they know that sometimes they don't get it in the lifeboat. That's just how life works. You know? I mean, and that we should want women. We should hold women in some kind of... Not because she's LGBTQIA+, plus, all that horse bleep. And not because she's a superstar or 
superstar, whatever. Um, but it's just because women are susceptible to harms in ways that most men generally aren't. They're susceptible. Well, or, or I should say this: there's no doubt that Russians are fully capable of torturing men as well, etc. But um, men, monsters, would delight in in a whole slew of of uh, of uh, torturous activities, probably with a with a woman. Who knows? But anyway, it's just bad news. We don't. Yeah, know. no, we don't want any Americans stuck in Russian prisons, and they shouldn't be able to get away with this stuff. And you had a caller into your show today who was arguing with me, saying this is great because we brought Russia to the negotiating table. No, they brought us to the negotiating table. Right. By detaining an American who may or may not have done anything wrong, but like nothing very wrong, even if so. I mean, like it is what it is. But uh, the reality is that other countries should be scared to detain Americans for stupid trumped up reasons like they should be. But they're not. And they're especially not now because Putin got what he wanted out of it this that was the point of detaining her was something like this right so you know well it's so i mean I, you hate to put a negative spin on something that like it is it is great for her that she's not there anymore it's great for her family that's wonderful i don't want to like you know i don't want to take away from that because i'm sure it did suck a lot and it is good that she's back and but it but the circumstances matter. And Biden is just so weak. Like, what message does it send to Putin? What message does it send to Xi in China? Like, we, we're we so pathetic as a country right now. Biden is so pathetic on the international stage. I don't... Uh, I mean, I hope we're not in World War Three. That's another thing. And, like, so I went off about the military the other day. And I really feel that this is true, that the... The left is just like degrading the military so much. And there's been this thing on Twitter that I wasn't sure if it was real, but it seems to me like it probably is real. This guy retiring from, I think the art, I think it was the army. And he's like posting the picture of himself in his uniform with his like full bondage, like dog. Oh, right. Is that really real? I think it's really real. And I think the other guy who replied was in some other branch who was also in his dog mask is real. And the guy's Twitter profile like says he's like a bondage expert. Like, I hope it's not real, but I kind of think that it is. And I've seen other people acting about it like it's real. So I hope it's not. But, you know, it's it's so gross. In no other generation would anybody post publicly themselves in their service uniform with like some kind. I don't know how to read all those like different medals and service decorations and whatever but like with service decorations on and stuff and like in that in that it's so gross just stop just keep it in your freaking bedroom and then you have like then you have like this project veritas stuff where they uncovered this guy did you send us the audio of this i can play that audio too if you Uh, on what uh the the project veritas oh my god Uh, did we not play that last night no, we didn't have that yet last night. That's oh, all I don't new. have. I, I so, only, I'm sorry. I was playing that right off of. Oh wait, maybe I do have it. As a matter of fact, it's on. No, I, I, I can't. I'm using um. Is audition. it from their tweets? Um. So anyway, so we the, have that. I sent it to us yesterday. I'm pretty okay, sure. so I'll I'll find it here while while I'm talking. But but the thing is about this is that these like teachers and like apparently people in the military everyone who's in these institutions that are run by left-wing lunatics everyone from rachel levine on down like can't keep their private stuff to themselves yeah they just can't 
Like, we need to know not only if you like dressing in women's clothing now, but like also your kinks and your bondage fetish and like all the way down to like the kids' teachers in the school. So Project Veritas had this expose. This is a back, winner for the back ages. On Twitter. Thank it's God. Right. But I had like our LGBTQ plus health center come in. They were passing so around butt plugs and dildos. So this guy, just to um, put some context here, this is Joseph Bruno. He's the dean of students at this ritzy, expensive private school in Chicago. And this is he's talking to, you know, probably some guy he thinks he picked up at the bar, but he's actually talking to a project. Taking some liberties here. Okay, no, he's at some uh, convention thing for educators, I guess. Yeah, it's some race thing, as a matter of fact. Um, So anyway, so he's talking to somebody at this thing. But I and I say that because Project Veritas does uh, feign romantic. They have their reporters feign romantic interest in the in people that they secretly record. And, they um, sure do, and it works. <laughs> and it works, and it works. How stupid are these people to just talk like this to a random stranger, especially in a one-party consent state? Like you're such a moron. But anyway, so um, this is the dean of students talking here about what he does at the school. I had like our LGBTQ plus health center come in. They were passing around butt plugs and dildos to my students, talking about queer sex, using blue versus using spit. Meet Joe Bruno, Dean of Students at the prestigious Francis W. Parker Private School in Chicago, which happens to charge $40,000 per student. They're just like passing around dildos, butt plugs. The kids are just playing with them. They're like, how do you, how does this butt plug work? How do we do like, how does this work? That's a really like new part of my job. Parents might be stunned to learn that Bruno's version of love and acceptance means handing out sex toys to underage students. So I've been the dean for four years. During Pride, we do a Pride week every year. I'm shocked that he celebrates Pride. I had like our LGBTQ plus health center come in. They were passing around butt plugs and dildos to my students, talking about queer sex, using blue versus using spit. Who is this? This is uh, an LGBTQ plus health center came in to talk to my high school students. They're just like passing around dildos. You've made that very clear, sir. Playing with them, looking at them. Were they passing anything around? Yeah. While I'm sitting there. Then we had a drag queen come in, um, pass out cookies and brownies and do photos. It's so amazing. And everybody's cool with that, like the plugs and the dildos. Nobody complains. I mean, if the parents found out, but they. No. It's queer sex. The drag queen that came in. What's her name? Uh, Alexis Bevels. Alexis Bevels. And just hung out in my classroom. And was there? Hung out in my office. You have so much freedom. So much. Wiggle room. So much freedom. So much money. I mean, to do stuff. Trustees are okay with that too? They don't know. They would. It's like we. I wouldn't even like run it by them. Like, why would I run it by them? I'd be like, oh my god, that's wonderful. Like yeah. all with the kids at with the classroom. 14, 18. They're like, how do you? How does this butt plug work? How do we do like? How does this how butt plug work? Um, so yeah, that's a really like cool part of my job is. Yeah, so that's the cool part of his job is he gets to explain to 14-year-olds how butt plugs work. Very normal stuff when you're paying $40,000 a year for your kid's education. By right? the way, what does it tell you that like you can't get like dotty the cafeteria worker to pass out cookies? You got to bring in little <laughs> titsy bevels to do it? Really? 
Um, you know, but in truth, you know, I think that that obviously that guy. Well, did you do you have the what the the cut that has the press release from the school? I think it's in our Twitter. It's right above or below that. I okay, think that's um, uh, or it might just be in James O'Keefe's thing because he reads the press release live. Their response to this, so it, it now a response, a reasonable response would be obviously that this person's been removed from the school. Yeah, that we don't want this right. person around kids anymore right. because if I were like a parent paying the school, I would cl- that would clearly be what I would want to happen. Right, so- but the press release that he reads says something that's not exactly that. It's a little different. Um, yeah, I'm looking for it. Hang on. Um, but yeah, the, the whole thing is so basically, I mean, you can guess what they're concerned with because what are they always concerned with when Project Veritas? Well, or- hold on. Don't give it away. You're stepping on no. the lead. I'll- I'm not, but I'm looking for. I know you're looking for it. Hold on. Let me see too. I can look forward to it at the same time. It is it, remarkable how like without exception, these people are always so oh, happy. I think I found it. They're Hang on. so happy to like brag about this stuff oh yeah they totally are and so were all the people that libs of tiktok post that's why they hate project veritas and libs of tiktok because they're just putting out there what they say about themselves here's james o'keefe all right emergency press conference project veritas we have a statement hot off the press from dan frank principal of the francis w parker school in highland park chicago this is in reaction to the latest bombshell report hot off the press let's see what it says Will they fire the dean? Will they condemn what he said? No, this is, they're taking an interesting approach here. Listen to this. Last week at the National Association of Independent Schools People of Color Conference, one of our employees was targeted by the group and misled to believe he was conversing with another conference attendee over a coffee. Misled. That is knowledge or permission. I know. Misled to believe it was a hot date. Firming and comprehensive approach to sex education. This group, Project Veritas, has now edited the video with malicious intent. That's interesting. Talk about Did he that not say butt plugs? Publicly tonight, please know this video contains descriptive language. If you choose to view it, we ask you not to share it because it will add to its viral power. So they're saying that we edited it with malicious intent. Literally his words, there, there are no edits. It's just him talking about dildos and butt plugs and spit and awful things about with 14-year-old girls getting this information. This is, I don't know what, there's no edit. What are they talking about edit? Are they saying he didn't say these things? Then sue me. Sue me. Hey. By the way, we never lost a defamation lawsuit. So, yeah, so that's that's what they do is they're upset that they were recorded. They're upset that you showed other people, don't share the interview. It's going to add to its viral spread. They're upset that you shared what they said with people who might not like it. That's how proud they are of the things that they say. Not only do they not want you to have free speech to say what you want to say, they don't want you to be able to tell other people what they said. I mean, like, that's, like, pretty extreme anti-free So I know I said this earlier, but it reminds me of um, when I used to work at the at a hotel in East Boston. Um, mm-hmm. There was a human resources guy, and I, he and I didn't get along. It didn't matter anyway. But he was uh, a little, he was older, so I was only 20 or 21 at the time, and he was, like, 30. He had a thick brown mustache, neither here nor there, and... Uh, and he um, and I, I saw him out one night at Buzzies and across the street from Buzzies back in the early nineties there used to be a gay bar. This is the place where I got p- kissed by Paul, by as a matter of fact, and on Cambridge Street in Boston. And um, 
And so that's, I think, I assume that him and some of his friends came over from the that bar to Buzzy's Roast Beef. And he was all decked out. Leather, the leather, the leather scally cap thing. There were chain spikes. He was all, he was in full dress uniform. And, uh, and I don't know if he saw me, but I certainly saw him. Uh, but, you know, during work, he was a total, although a dick, he was the total professional. Like He would never have thought to bring his, like, wild night of war antics into his workplace. But this guy, uh, this guy, hold on, this guy, Bruno, is bringing, if you're talking butt plugs and dildos and all that stuff, then it, you're talking about the stuff that he does on a Saturday night from 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. He's literally reliving that. With kids in the school, it's like the right, most po- the wild most life. Part of my most job wild is when part I get of to his talk life. About plugs. Well, like, right. What? Right. I mean, if, if you imagine a, a, a male straight teacher bringing in, uh, you know, especially tasting lube or whatever that, that you know, all sorts of or in the hot lingerie, et cetera, that he uses on the weekends when he's having sex, et cetera, all the accoutrements of all that stuff. To say, oh yeah, this is these are the handcuffs I use. As a matter of fact, there's the ball gag I use with my wife or whatever it is. It's like. You would only now is it acceptable and in vogue for some reason for you to bring the most intimate, fucking, you know, ba- based um, parts of your life and your experience into well, school. What? What an embarrassment and it just an awful reneg on the promise of the last however many years of the gay rights movement of like we just want what we want in what we do in our bedrooms like private from other people and not to be anybody else's business and like now it's like now this new generation of activists is like actually we want to bring what we do in our bedrooms right into your kids school classroom and into like your workplace and wherever else like i i told you this in the show before i have a relative who works for a big tech company and she has a colleague who wears his furry outfit like on the company zoom meetings at work i mean it's just like how do you even the the whole thing and it it truly is connected to how to the progress made by the gay rights movement is that because the gay rights movement said, you know, this is innate, this is our sexuality, we can't change it, and we're, you know, living our lives, and we deserve the same opportunities as everybody else, and to be accepted and all this stuff. It's like now every freak show thing that crawled out from under a rock is like, you also have to accept this. Like, my, like, ball gag and my chaps but and my but, like, doggy play and all this stuff. <laughs> and, like, this also has to now be, like, an accepted thing that I'm allowed to but, talk but, to your kids but, about. Or it doesn't, and they're, but they are, but, they're but, riding but, on the coattails of that movement. Yeah, on of the people coattails, who but they're not. wanted to not be like killed over it. Well, I, right? think, I think the gay rights thing was, the movement was um, the battering ram red tolerance. And so, and it, at a time when I think it should have, obviously, if you, you the gay experience in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, was there, there were all sorts of laws against homosexuality, et cetera. And, and it was, and I, I know that we probably differ on some of this, else, yeah. but, well, but, example, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, hold on. What was done to Alan Turing, for example, was wrong. What was done was to wrong. him? Uh, they chemically castrated him because he was gay. Wait, the actor? No, Alan Turing. Oh, is that not? Okay. Turing, like, 
Oh, is he the guy who did the, the code? Like, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Well, so so yeah, so that's wrong, right? Like, I'm glad. Well, that not only that, but just to, that to people. And it, well, the left does that now to kids, but whatever. Right. That's another story of a day. Right. But I'm but but like um about marriage and you know just culturally, culturally um you know culturally gays just weren't accepted and you know. Or anything that that was a reference to a gay person, at least when I was growing up, what meant that you were weak in a sissy? Like, and I'm talking about the slurs, nicknames, etc. And mm-hmm. I think it's good that that that's changed and we've become more civil with each other. But you're right. What's happened is that battering ram that gay Americans used, and and I think with cause. I'm I'm more fan of it than you are. I know, but other people have used that same battering ram, saying. Total tolerance, total tolerance, and these trans. But here's my point. Hold on, hold on. But these, but these trans people and people in, people in, um, bunny suits, etc. They have nothing to do with the gay rights movement. They have nothing to do. It's a totally different thing. So they they should be disentangled from the gay rights movement. Other than the fact that it's about tolerance, but but they don't. People dressed as bunnies didn't go through the AIDS crisis and have to worry about their friends disappearing every summer. But my point is, maybe you can't disentangle maybe it's like a pandora's box and maybe once you open it you get all the things right and like morgan raises the point in the chat safe legal and rare used to be what the democrats said now it's shout my abortion right Mm -hmm. and just like everything else just like in canada just the euthanasia starts as like oh people are in so much pain they're suffering they're about to die anyway it's so cruel to withhold this important medical care where you can choose a dignified death death with dignity and now like Less than a decade later, we've gone to teenagers who are depressed can kill themselves without their parents' permission. Like, that's where Canada literally is. So maybe all of these things, like, what if it's not possible? What if it's not well, possible so, so your question to just is open then, the door well, a crack well, and let in the, a, a couple little things? Like, maybe that's not the way this well, so works. so that's an interesting maybe conversation. everything though. is pushing in one direction or the other, and you have to be pushing in one direction or you let everything in. Like, maybe all of these issues work so like that. Do you know what inter- I mean? I know what you mean. So that's an interesting question. And, you know, I get this. I take a lot of crap for being for red flag laws. Mm-hmm. So it's what is a true and sound idea in principle do we hold on to that and preserve that even if it can't be implemented in reality so so like the red flag laws i love because in principle you see your your boyfriend or whatever is murmuring to himself about committing suicide <laughs> and you can you can you can you sound an alarm but mm-hmm. can we trust government in blue states and cities and et cetera and people not to be malicious to use it? So is that what it is? Is it in yeah, principle? More and more of my answer is no. More and more of my answer is and, – and I mean this is a, th- a religion podcast I like has this whole thing where they're like there's no neutral ground. Like everything's moving in a direction of good or moving in a direction of – there's nothing that's like just neutral territory, right? And like maybe – Maybe politics is like that, right? I mean, maybe everything's like that, truly. Maybe you're either for it or you're, you know, you're either, it's not, it's not a question of where you are on the continuum. It's the direct, it's the direction that you're headed, right? And maybe like you can't, maybe you can't let the government into your life and into your firearms collection at all or or you're opening the door to everything like you you always have to be pushing in one direction or the other and every inch that you give them is an inch that they're going to take and like push for the next mile and and i think that that's a lesson that the right has to learn because 
because there's this like sense of constant surrender on the right. Like, we'll just let them have this one, but then the next one we'll really fight for. Like, I mean, but you never do, but you never do though. Right. Like what? And and no, I you know, think we don't. You're just I mean, slowly I mean, you know walking that, you backwards. Know that by next year, they push on you. Oh, it says my internet connection is unstable. You know that by next year. Oh, I'm frozen. It looks like that by next year, the furries are going to be a bigger, more organized coalition of people who demand to be taken seriously. These people in fur outfits. It's going to happen. Right. Next I mean, year, a, a year from now, be asking oh. for the same thing. Mm-hmm. Network bandwidth is low. I'm sorry about that. So fine, you're just tiny now. It's fine. Well, it, it chunked me out of because it's mad at my <laughs> bandwidth. Um, no, but you need to realize, like two years from now, the way we are talking about furries flippantly will be considered um, unacceptable in, in polite progressive company. Mm-hmm. But the funny, the thing is that if you're somebody who's in a suit as a pink and blue wolf with big fangy teeth and you hang around Boston Com or whatever, you're either an a-hole looking for attention or you're insane. It's only one of those two and it will never be anything different. In only a time of extreme peace and prosperity could this ever happen that you've got these spores of weirdness because they're so freaking bored. You know, I'm right. going to dress up like a big, like a uh, a Burberry pattern kitten it, something, the, something, strong men, good times, good times, weak men, weak men, bad times, right? Yeah, who's that? Is that, did I, is that a quote that's, from me? That's, a, that's always like a right-wing meme. The, like, strong men create good times, good times create weak men, weak men create bad times. That's, <laughs> that, that's always a I like thing, that. Right? Actually, I, like, I'm going to attribute that to me. <laughs> yeah, you invented that, I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, so um, we have 163 messages on the chat <laughs> chat. Okay, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. I, I mean, I made a lot of people mad yesterday, or maybe just one person. Do you have I'm not sure, Chelsea but... Fire, Wicked Hot Sauce. Um... Oh, so I do have a couple things. So first of all, Chris on Twitter um, uh, has a picture of him with his Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. He purchased it at the Big Y in Westfield, Massachusetts. Ah, here, here. That's great, Chris. Oh, good for him. That is great there um i also got a fantastic email that um that i wanted to read you um this is from does he go by jim yeah he goes by jim and pepperell okay mm-hmm. so jim pepperell's big shot at country yes it yeah, is I think we've covered this before okay hello tom and alice this is jim and pepperell the guy who dm'd you on twitter with his chelsea fire wicked hot sauce this is probably too long for the chelsea fire Hot sauce, wicked hotline. <laughs> so here's the email. Um, so he's been meaning to write in for a while to describe some interesting parallels in our lives that I've noticed. I love listening to the podcast because I really feel like I know you. It's like we are old friends who have not had the opportunity to meet yet. Tom and I were both born in 1970 and three. Tom is from Winchester. I grew up in Melrose, not far away. Here we I lived go. there from age three until I graduated high school in 1991. Excellent. Uh, what is his first name again? Da- What's his first Jim. Jim. Okay. Did you by chance know Danny Smith, Jim? Oh, did Jimmy know Danny F- Smith? To him, Jim, Danny might have been Danny Feeney. Oh, Danny Feeney? Because Danny's mother got remarried to Jim Feeney, who's a great guy, who, um, who when I knew him in Melrose, was delivering Arnold Bread in an Arnold Bread truck. He went on from there, Jimmy Feeney, 
to working for Snap-on Tools, uh, you know, selling tools to garages in a big white Snap-on Tools um, truck. And Jimmy then worked really hard, became a great salesman, then got into Snap-on Corporate, then bought a huge mansion in Buffalo, New York uh, as a corporate guy. And now I'm sure they're very well off in Florida. That's great. They're fantastic. They, they've, this Feenies are, are absolutely treasures. Find them on Facebook and say hello. Danny's out there, too. Uh, I grew up on Park Street, Hoover Elementary School, on the not-so-fancy side of Mellor. So it's about as far from where Danny Feeney lived as you can get, I think. Um, yeah, Danny lived across from the um, natural food market. In, is that Green Street, I think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you said you used to walk to that diner that was down by the... We used like, to walk to something it, called the Candy Castle, I think. Okay. Which was near that diner because me and Danny uh, were only but, seven, well, so we wouldn't we have. We sent our daughter to Hoover Elementary School. I love Hoover Elementary. Hoover School. Hawks. Great school. Hoover Hawks. Um, they invented that recently, though. That's oh, new. Yeah. The elementary schools having their own mascots. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a friend actually at the time when they invented the elementary schools each having their own mascots, who said that it was all part of a push to eventually get rid of the Melrose Red Raiders mascot. Oh, and, really? Okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> that now- came true. Uh, the giant hill with Lebanon Street at the bottom. My friends and I made many high speed runs down that hill on bike sled skateboards. Oh, we know that. That's near. Um... We exactly know that. I so that... I walked my daughter, and you'll mm. appreciate this, Jim, because you lived in this area and you know how brutal these hills are. I walked my daughter in kindergarten and her little brother, who was three, and our baby that we had in the baby backpack, and then I had the two kids in the double stroller, and I walked them from Grove Street, just like a block from Main Street, so all the way down by Main Street, all the way up that hill to Hoover and back every day and picked her up with a double stroller, pushing them all with a baby in a backpack also. So... That was um that was my life at that time. I do love that hill. My friends and I had many high speed runs down that hill on bikes, sleds, skateboards, all while escaping death from the cross traffic at the bottom and no oh. helmets. Right. I'm flabbergasted to see that the house my parents scrimped and saved to buy in nineteen seventy seven for twenty eight thousand dollars last sold for over eight hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Not surprised. Not surprised. Once I was old enough to work, I worked after school at the Melrose Army and Navy store, now gone sadly. We did go there once before yeah, it closed, we did. actually. That it closed but after we moved. I think the Papaginos is gone too, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It was a fixture downtown for decades at 488 Main Street. It was founded in the 40s and owned by a man from Malden named Percy Glazer. He finally semi-retired in the late 90s and sold it to a long, long-time employee named Mike White, who ran it until it closed. Mike was a member of the Melrose Chamber of Commerce and was one of the brains behind the Victorian Fair when it got started in the 1980s. I recall you mentioning that event before. I'm sure you probably attended while you lived there at oh, some of point. Course. Oh, yes, of course. Of course. Melrose, that is the key to Melrose. It's, it's the fact that they've got three... So, um, stops on the mbta and mm-hmm. um the that they preserve the old victorians yeah, that- when i tell you this email is just getting good i'm telling you this Ooh. email is just getting good Ooh. in my humble opinion melrose is a great place to be from but not necessarily in anymore the Catherine clark types have ruined it it's not like the old days during summers in college i worked for mass bay lines in boston no i worked 
I worked with both Captain Keith and Dean McLearn <laughs> there between 1992 and 1995. I think they also had a sister who was a captain on the Spirit of Boston That's right. Boat. That's I heard about her, but never had the chance yes, to meet all her. four of them worked on... Oh, by the way... You I know- am 95% certain, ready for this, that I met Tom one night on a Mass Bay Lines cruise boat. Captain Keith had recently earned his captain's license and you rode along with us. It was probably on the good ship New Boston, which you mentioned in an earlier oh, podcast. My- goodness and Keith was, I was full of uh, screwdrivers I was drinking up in the wheelhouse and Keith was like Tom what are you doing I, I didn't know I was turning too hard and he let me drive <laughs> oh that is great yes that's right Nikel also worked on those ships she worked on the um not the spirit of Boston what's the other one do you know Alice the other no. white one that was pretty but she she worked on all the mass bay lines all the McLaren's invaded mass bay lines they all worked there Leroy worked there from Melrose, Leroy Hoskins lives in Melrose now. Jim, mm-hmm. this is incredible. This guy, this is. A- <laughs> I know he really has lived a parallel life to you. Yes, um, I was hooked on WTKK the entire time I was on the air and listened religiously to Jay Severn, Michael Graham, and mm. even Jim and Marjorie. Their GBH show is awful. I remember Michael Graham referring to the great and powerful Tom and hearing your voice more and more as the show went on. I followed you over to Boston Herald Radio when that started up. You were ahead of the curve there for sure as streaming hadn't really <laughs> caught on yet. It was sometimes hard to listen to because most of the time I was at work and could not stream it live. Yeah. Tom, you found your dream girl from Lexington. Mine is from Harvard, Mass. In both cases, they are places that seem like worlds away from where we grew up. I am very lucky and you are too. Alice yes. is amazing. I too am an Arby's fan. There is one in Nashville oh. near where I work. Oh. I was enjoying a beef and cheddar with horsey sauce this past Tuesday on my oh. while catching up on the show. I bet a little Wicked Hot would be a good addition to it. Ooh, uh, keep doing what you're doing. The show is awesome. I love you both. I hope you and your family have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Oh, man. Well, obviously, Alice, we got to send him a, a, a bottle. Uh, and also, um, just I think Mass Bay Lens was owned by like Jay Spence or something, a guy named Jay. Anyway, his son was also a captain. Monique McLaren is now married to him, I believe. And uh, re- she remarried to him, and they live uh, in a place in uh, on Massawippi, a nice house, I think, up there. Just so you know. So there you go. This is <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> I wonder if this. Well, back then you used to have to have cameras. That was probably around when I was with Keith there, probably ninety five, ninety four or something. I do remember that night because I had no business being at the helm that night. I don't know. Oh, then he probably knows John Ward too, because John was uh, John was working there or or around then anyway. But uh, <laughs> that's great. I can't wait to tell Keith. He'll be thrilled. Uh, uh, Mark Seidel. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
wants us to know he worked at Lyman's Market on Franklin Street in Melrose, too. Is Lyman's the one right next to the train station? Is that the one that it's now some? It's like been a ten things. It looked like it, it was a big lottery place when we lived there in, ten years ago, but uh-huh. it seemed like it it had passed its prime. It looked like it should be awesome from the outside. Maybe that's that one on Franklin Street. Lyman's Market. Maybe. I'm not, not sure. sure. Well, this yeah. is well. That's great. So I did. Somebody else sent a message saying they couldn't find the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce in their local store. So I was gonna let them know a message. You've but got the copy points, sir. I forget where it exactly was. Uh, would you like me to read the copy points? Yeah, that's please. Uh, just not just where it can be found in the charity. Um. Okay. Hang on. Uh. So. So yeah, I can't find the name of the place where. We're supposed to. Um, and did Jim where, send where that they, to us? Where by they the way, didn't have it. It was a market basket that was that was missing the. Um, did Jim send that, that to us? By the way, or, or at Burn Barrel, or where? Um, he sent it to you at your uh, work email, and you forwarded it to me, and then I forwarded it to you. Okay, okay. So I got to check it out, and okay. um, and I got to. So do- as you know, this is Tom's favorite hot sauce, and it was before it was an endorser of the show. We have that on record; it happened live. Um, or we, I have that backwards. We endorsed it on the show. I guess whatever you know what I'm. You you guys know what I'm trying you to. You know say the here. thing. It's Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. Mm-hmm. This is about to be the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Line. Uh, this is Tom's favorite hot sauce. It's a wickedly flavorful blend of having your own ghost peppers. It comes in a five-ounce bottle, and I they use some. sea salt for reduced sodium. All the ingredients are Awaken 180 approved for Tom's diet, so he is allowed to eat it on his diet, mm-hmm. which is awesome. There's no preservatives. Hey, you by the way, should we say, Alice, that, uh, my, that my goal was to lose 100 pounds, and I'm 55 pounds down now? Yeah, you're more than halfway there. More you're halfway. more than halfway in. 55 Did pounds. Did they think it would take half the time sure am i <laughs> am i a complaint so, i mean yeah so you do so you do have to shake up the chelsea fire wicked hot sauce a little because it has no preservatives it has no, no xanthan like, gum in it so it's right. you got to shake so it up. this does and it has sea salt for reduced sodium you can find it at whole foods in massachusetts connecticut rhode island and florida market basket in massachusetts new hampshire and maine big y in massachusetts and connecticut stop and shop local rack in massachusetts walmart marketplace that's online at walmart and then at amazon as as well it's created and manufactured in chelsea mass sorry created and incorporated in chelsea massachusetts and manufactured in saint augustine florida and five percent of all the sales proceeds goes to the national fallen firefighters foundation helping families and co-workers of fallen firefighters it's also a federally certified disability owned business enterprise so you can do all that you can feel good about the fact that you're buying chelsea fire wicked hot sauce and you can enjoy actually what tom who's a complete hot sauce freak of nature calls the best hot sauce that he's ever had so go out and get some chelsea fire wicked hot sauce um should i be playing the calls in the hotline are you able to do it or i can do it do you want me to do it i'm just you're i'm glad that you certainly served up a nice five minute live read the the folks at uh kids bop are about to about to punish everybody with this with a strong 30 (laughs) um okay so um so um by the way we like kids bop sally used to listen to that all the time Kids Bop is great because your kids can listen to the songs and not be saying terrible, disgusting things. I mean, it's still like what I like my kids. By the way, me. Alice, it should be known that mm-hmm. that my brother James Shattuck worked for Mass Bay Lions for a bit. From the one of the t- votes in Har- in in Charlestown, Alice, in 1991 mm-hmm. or so, 
one of the boats capsized. It's where the new Mass General is in Charlestown. One capsized, so there was an oil leak. So my brother was uh, given a field commission, and he was filling up, uh, slopping up, uh, sopping up oil for a summer. <sighs> and then Uncle Sam took him and sent him to Korea. All right, so here we go. Here. You want me to do it? Because it'll sound better if I do it, probably. Uh, you know what? Why don't you do it? I'll do it. You should do All it. Right. Here we go. Alice, you randy minx. Correct. You'd clean the house if Kirk Cameron were to be on the podcast? I'm kidding. What <laughs> would you be willing to do if Jonathan Taylor Thomas showed up? <laughs> how, about, hubba, hubba. how about Danny Pintaro? You know who that is, else? No, I don't know who any of those people are except Kirk Cameron. Yeah, it's better that way. <laughs> I like Kirk Cameron. Good. I watched a lot of Growing Pains. That was like Leo's big time too. I don't think that was Leo's big time, Alice. I think he got bigger <laughs> post show. Super- oh, maybe maybe you think it was. That's quaint if you do. <laughs> and Candace Cameron, Kirk's sister, Alice. Okay. Candace Cameron, Kirk's sister. Candace Bure Cameron of Lifetime movie fame well, or Hallmark movie or whatever she's in. I don't of know. Full House. Oh, is that what she's from? Yes. Because now she's in the hall. She just was in the news. Well, she's 50 I wasn't really now, a Full Alan. House person, but she's in the Hallmark movies and she was okay. controversial because she Let's said go. they should portray you get back to Jim's letter? relationships. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Oh, pals. Um, I'd uh, like to address some things uh, Stephen Merrimack said about Uh-oh. me. Oh, he no. had me pinned pretty good, except one thing. Location, location, location. True, true. I, I do not live in Indianapolis. I live in, in the woods of Spencer, Indiana. But, you know, uh, it could, it, I can understand why he thought that. But anyway, um, I am waiting for my food at uh, McDonald's. What are you getting? They're out of the crib. So I had to replace, replace them with... Um, the quarter pounder with cheese. Fine, and, uh, it's fine, but you've got a Big Mac there. You've got a fillet of fish you can get. Aren't they doing a deal right now where it's like 50 no, cents? I don't do There's all like some sandwich they're right selling now. for 50 cents um, right now. And also, uh, Alice, we stepped on him a little bit. Rewind the, uh, a little bit. With the uh, bar. Oh, I don't do Aubrey. Catherine, I do. No. Um, and uh, I'll, uh, I'm there with you. I guess I could do an impression of Aubrey Hepburn or no, I don't do Aubrey. Catherine, I do. Isn't it Audrey? Um, oh, no, man. Also, uh, have you seen the movie uh, with the uh, Bar- Barbarian Brothers? Uh, it was on YouTube where they're, one's a cop and one's a jewel thief. Anyway, hope everybody's doing okay. And uh, the Ch- Chelsea Fire Hot Sauce is not a personal lubricant. <laughs> FYI. Not Imagine if it FYI. were. Thank you, that, Thank you for that. Imagine if it were. Justin. I don't know. I, I didn't I wasn't lucky enough to go to um to, um to that guy's class, uh, Bruno's sure class not, in sure uh, in Chicago. Advertise it as a personal lubricant. Do you remember by the way when you were at Herald Radio speaking of Herald Radio and the um and you were using the Sour Patch Kids for beanbag toss yeah. and they Read you the riot act. Legal sent us a letter from Sour Patch Kid Inc. <laughs> that you were not allowed to play with the Sour nope. Patch Kids. <laughs> yeah, and we had to let people know that we weren't giving away actual kids. That was the legal <laughs> letter. I'm swear and, it was. Can't le- tell people to abide by the serving size. Yes. And 
and not use language like saying you're addicted to Sour Patch oh, Kids yeah. or anything else. They like listened in to our reads, me and Hillary Chabot, and sent us huge notes from legal on things we had done wrong. <laughs> All right, I miss Hillary. Hillary, but she would never come on. Not because she doesn't like me, but because... Steve from Aramac. Hey, Two Steve. Things. One, after listening to today's show, I was worried that Justin would think my comments about him Ooh. were a diss. They were not a diss in any way. Oh, my Justin goodness. does what he does. He does it with panache, and I enjoy his messages. So I don't want any bad blood there. Camaraderie. Class act, Steve. Uh, second, regarding the commercials on the show, mm-hmm. why don't you do a Bill O'Reilly and do it live? Kirk reads his live. Yeah, and listen to those. Why would you just do a live commercial during the podcast? Well, we, so we thank you. So we do both. Like we do takes. We've Chelsea Fire live. Uh, Chelsea Fire. Uh, John in Wakefield has um, kindly hooked us up with a sponsor for our concert in Wakefield that we did live. Um, that's a little bit more like bits and pieces at this point in time. Um, so we do take a few commercials that just are fed in that are for other things. So those are those are deals that run outside of us right. that, that we don't read live and we don't pick the sponsors and they don't send us copy points. They just insert some ads randomly into the show. So exactly. No, I'd be all for them. We do make money. It's nice. But yeah, yeah. but we don't choose them. And while they're all obviously wonderful companies that we fully support and definitely endorse, um, we like we don't really have power over what they say. So so, yeah. But if you know sponsors who want to advertise with personalized endorsements from Tom and me, then you can definitely uh, send them our way and we will talk to them about that all day long. I mean, apparently all you have to do is agree to send Tom hot sauce and he'll sell yes. you a month's worth, <laughs> six months worth of ad reads. So, so just, I mean, like make an offer. Anything's on the table. Do you have any old French telephones lying around your house? I am I looking mean, for like, that. I'm looking for a replica cannon, if not the real wing thing. Machines. I mean, like you could offer Tom a lot of things for yeah. him to do a Doesn't personal take much. ad read. So, I mean, go for it. Shoot your shot with Tom. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, but yes, the other ads that are not baked in are are different and we don't control them okay so here we go we're starting to hit um <laughs> okay here we i'm just gonna play it mea koopa mea koopa mea maxima koopa mea koopa mea koopa mea maxima koopa ah daniel in the bill Ricker and ah uh, <laughs> straight myself in front of the burneth barreleth and requesteth full and complete absolution <laughs> and forgiveness of my sins Heretofore, I shall never again put my wife, child, job, friends, <laughs> family needs, financial obligations, mental health, physical well-being, or anything wow, else. Wow, Alice. Of Speaking of prostrating himself, my goodness. Hard, wicked, hotline, shot, shot. <laughs> <laughs> devil strike me down if I ever again disrespect the empress of 15 and 70. Empress. So it's dead, so it's That's done. great. On the monetary patri spirit of sanctus. This is brilliant. Fantastic, Danny. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, let's see how fantastic it is after message 75. Let's see. Let's move on to two. All right, Alice. I'm a few days behind on life, but here's the full oral history and saga on legend of Danny and Bill Ricca. As you noted, 
Uh, Kirk called into Mutt a couple years ago mm-hmm. as Danny and Bill Ricca, completely made up name. With his Irish uh, accent. Irish accent. Yours is better, by Just the so way. happened I had very Dan, recently yeah. moved to Bill Ricca at that time and heard the call. And uh, I had my full name as my my Twitter name, just like a you know normal human being would. But then after that phone call, I said, well, I'm going to take Dan and turn it into Danny. And I added in Bill Ricca on my Twitter handle and... So I'm, it's sort of a, uh, I'm not, not a parody account, but, uh, you know, I maybe took some liberties because I never go by Danny in real life. I absolutely hate being called Danny. Actually, Why? Why? Uh, only my fifth grade teacher could get away with it Danny without Smith. being physically assaulted. Mm-hmm. So Danny he probably Smith. doesn't go There's by Danny story, now though. Danny and Smith, I'm sticking right? to it. I don't know Thanks, if Danny, that's it, important pro- clarification. I'm glad because it's funny because when they first started to play the call to Mutt and they said, he said, Danny and Bill Rica, I thought it was going to be you. And then. I quickly realized it wasn't you, obviously. Yeah. And then I then I was thinking, like, wait, is it Danny and Belrica and completely a lie? Is it just made up? So I'm very glad to hear that you're actually Danny and Belrica and it's just a coincidence that or Dan and Belrica, I guess. I, I do know. miss the days I'm when people still were gonna probably call you Danny and Belrica. I do miss the days when people were like as a kid, I was I was Tommy, huh? Jimmy was Jimmy, my brother, Jimmy. Uh Danny Smith was Danny. And uh, you know anybody who had it uh, and a, a, a name that could end in Y, you throw a Y on there. And you used to have Billy's too. Nobody's everybody's Will. Yeah, people are. There's moved lots off of Williams, Bill. but there's no Billy's. Um, I'm yeah, for it. I'm for bringing back the those names. Absolutely. Like there's a a guy who my uh, who I used to know named. There's no Jack. Like I know a guy named Jackie Monteith. Whose mother was a uh, a one of lovely. She's still alive. She's thankfully she's wonderful. She was my school teacher, and it was her son named Jackie Monteith, and he only goes by Jack Monteith. And like I talked to him, and he said, "Interesting. Only you and five other people from 1979 call me that." It's like, huh. I kind of like that. I like the uh, ease. I wonder if that had to do with. I wonder if that had to do. Now, listen, work with me here. Mm-hmm. Could that have had to do with? the embers of the aura of the Kennedys having Bobby and Teddy. Mm. And, of course, Jackie Kennedy. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I have an idea for one way to increase Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline Chat Chat Traffic. Okay. One thought is maybe I could start a podcast called At a Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline Chat Chat near me mm-hmm. uh, perhaps Justin the Hoosier <laughs> starting New Year's Day 2023 uh, can call the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline chat chat multiple times a day uh, I'll interview him uh, record the calls document everything uh, maybe Chelsea Fire Hot Sauce will sponsor us Ooh. that'd be pretty cool maybe other listeners will join in and want to be featured on the podcast as well uh, and yeah I think we can easily keep that up every day until uh <laughs> At least the end of January when we all get COVID and quit. What do you think? Ooh, is that a... That's a creative idea. I like it. Alice, that is a vicious shot against Christopher Keating Clemmer. Yeah, I would would say it is. I miss Clemmer. I miss like him. I just kind of think that... So your buddy who likes to get himself into trouble uh, has been saying he wants Clemmer back. Um, your friend in Australia on Twitter. Oh, really? Now that, now that Rico's gone, yes. Me and Manners were defenestrated by uh, 
Yeah, and he's been. Do I, chase did you over. listen to his podcast with Kevin Bristol? No, he's I've heard little pieces trying of it. To get more defenestrated right now. Is he? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> he's working on it. Oh, Kirk was on it. Oh no, I think he's working on it. Oh, okay. On getting more defenestrated. Okay, Santa called in though. Hang on. Oh ho, oh. Santa here. Oh, I love wow. the Chelsea's fire hot sauce. I put it on the sugar cookies. So delicious. A mix <laughs> of hot and sweet. I like hot oh, and sweet. The reason I've been call I'm calling is uh, I want some marital advice from the Shaddix. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Not too long ago, Mrs. Claus caught me in the closet with an elf. Oh my goodness. I, if there was any way I can talk my way out of it or uh anything, I'm open to suggestions. Santa can't go through a divorce. Oh, no child wants a divorce, Santa. True, true. But technically, well, Santa was a celibate saint who what? was never No, he was not, so, Alice. No. Yes, he was. No, and he, he was rescued not. people from sex trafficking. That's what Santa was really about. Oh, so, God. Leave it to Alice Shattuck to <laughs> kill the fun out of something. <sighs> no, they, it's, first oh, of all, Ed. hold on. Hold on. Okay. okay I want to okay. answer the question. All right, go on. Yeah. So, Alice, if you found me in a closet with an employee an of mine, no, I, I mean, an elf is that a different species? So, <laughs> I don't know. But I have asked you this before. Let me ask you again: Would you be more upset if I made a pass at your brother or your sister? Both. No, 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 no. Both. Which one? Your sister means that I found her more attractive so i spent more time going after her than you yeah that's more a personal diss to me exactly your brother means that oh but this whole thing was a ruse like technically i think the other would be worse i i, I don't know why do i have to pick one anyway here's well, but, but, no, no, we have a lot of these to get through can you focus talking. please okay guys i you know i'm not like um the the queen and Boleyn, Alice, but um, I would like your answer to that if you if you want to work through it as kind of a uh, mind problem. Because <laughs> I intend to do one of the two. But in the chat says I killed Santa. <laughs> okay, okay, guys. Let Tom. What's your marital advice to Santa, Thomas? The people want to know. Well, my marital advice is first of all, you got to take a soccer dive. If you get busted making out with somebody in the closet, you got to take a soccer dive, throw it all in there, and then try to work work sympathy as in I'm struggling so bad into it's something that Mrs. Claus did. Try to push slowly roll. This does sound like you, actually. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You got to. That's the only because once she's on defense, her mind will be saying, "Is it possible that I'm really defending myself when he was in the closet with an elf?" And she throws the phone though, Santa. So get right. ready to duck. Yeah, you can see it right here. As a matter of fact, I saw it earlier, and I thought, "Wow, that's pronounced." Actually, I need like plastic surgery, Alice, now to fix my. <laughs> dis- Were you cackling? You loved it. <laughs> You're a sick lady, dude. <laughs> Any brains, which they don't, they'd reach Rewind. out to Alice about being wait. Okay, I'll go back. Tim and Canton. Tim and Canton. Of course. If the White House had any brains, which they don't, they'd reach out to Alice about being the new spokesperson. I mean, witness last night's podcast. There's a child screaming. (laughs) 
probably locked in a tiger cage, <laughs> screaming to get out. No, he's just and in the bathroom. Alice spins it as one of the kids just needs to have that butt wiped. <laughs> that is a true pro. <laughs> as a matter of fact, the tiger cage is suspended. Isn't it true, though? It's true. And like, if you know me, you know this, that I don't really have like lying about stuff. <laughs> so I, I mean, like, I'm freaking honest to where it's a personality flaw. So <laughs> I'm, in, I'm self, not even good at hiding stuff. Self-promotion. I can't, I, no, I'm honest not, to a fault. No, but now leave more messages. Like, <laughs> I know times no, you, you're not exactly honest. I was. <laughs> In some ways, I'm honest. I would tell you if my kid were locked in a tiger cage, and I'd probably think it was funny, but they're not. So, anyway. Hey, Tom and Alice. Uh, I'm just checking in on the Hi. monetizing of the show. Yes. I'm, I'm not getting the meatball ads, but I have been blessed with a Ramco ads. Ramco? Uh, they start by telling me, if I listen to your podcast, I understand the value of asking questions. Mm. They go on to tell me that they sow curiosity to harness ingenuity. Ooh. Wow, you guys have gone upscale. <laughs> After a rainfall, so I got Forever 35, which is a podcast I heard that about one too. what we do to take care of ourselves. Yeah, now that we're 35-year-old women, right? The question is, how useful is a butt mask? What? <laughs> I don't know where to go with this, but I do want to close with a question that I have for you. WTF. Thanks, guys. For I all use you. all of those products, including the Ramco. Uh, I listened to that podcast. How else would I know which butt masks endorse are Endorse them all. Please not. buy the product. Put in their promo code if it asks for one. Please. Thank you. <laughs> all right. They know if you listen. So. We should have done this two years ago, else. Well, not two no, years ago. No, we should have done this a long time ago. I mean, um, what are we no. thinking? Thank you all very much for putting up with the ads. Totally get it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, thank you. That is oh. really a, yeah, yeah. And thank you, obviously, Patreon people. Although, it's, you know, we have been doing really kind of no ads forever. I mean, but I mean, not that. Right. You guys have had 600 plus. Oh, Alice, Alice, you no dial it Wait. down, dial it down. Okay, sorry. Don't sorry. don't spit on sorry. the plebes again, Alice. Okay, <laughs> Alice Antoinette. Look how many chat chat messages Alice, we have. Alice, we'll they have don't have to tomorrow. listen to this, Alice. They can listen to the commentary podcast and the Blind Mike podcast and old Kirk episodes right. rather than this. For, are you ready for Danny and Belrica's next message? I would like to hear from him. I haven't heard from him in a while. Both interviews in the last week conducted by Tom and Alice. I think uh, they've been wonderful. Certainly up there with the high standards of the burn barrel. Thank you. I have to admit though, Tom, uh, found it interesting. You never asked Megan about her significant other. I'd sort of expected that question to come out at some point, unless I missed it. Um, yeah. Cause I figured you were going to want to find out for those single, uh, burn barrelers out there. If she was on the market. Do, what do we know about her? Alice? Do we, did, did I, I, I didn't ask the question cause I wasn't really trying to ask for that purpose which danny by the way you're not one of the single barn barrelers out there i don't believe so you know so to, so megan's significant other i don't remember but i probably probably sniffed around just to get a backgrounder on who's where and what's there is a significant other i'm pretty sure i don't i don't i don't know it's I don't, really not our business no i know but like 
for instance, I knew. So I get why he's asking the question. Right. But no, no. But like a passionate woman who obviously cares about family a lot, Mm -hmm. which is what a lot of guys are having trouble finding out there these days. So I hear you. Well, right. But but, but the reason I usually find that stuff out is so in case it comes up organically to ask, I don't want to waste time when she says, oh, well, no, I'm recently separated and we're kind of working on like, I don't want that. So generally, like I knew that Rodney and Christina, not Christina. Is it Christina? Yeah, it is. It is. Who we talked to yesterday. Yes. Uh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Rodney and Christina. I knew, like, I knew yeah. stuff about Rodney. Not yesterday, though. It's the day before. Yeah, you're right. And I knew stuff about her and the kids. And, like, I, you know, but uh, so I must have. I assume it's it's kind of a blur, but yes. Okay. How do you like me with a handheld mic, Alice? It's kind of grown on me. Hang on. What? Handheld mic. How do I like it? I like it. I like it. Except you move around a lot when you're holding the mic, so I have to keep moving the camera around because you end up in a different spot oh okay i'll stay here okay sorry the optical fiber handpiece and cartridge included in the laser irradiation device are all available in both wavelengths this is danny and bill Berger. danger all persons involved in the treatment should wear I laser protective goggles that can block wavelengths devices. of 532 nanometers and 1064 nanometers or side protective goggles or glasses in accordance with ANSI standards. That's important so. to know. The standby status indicates the system is on standby before laser light emission. Good. In standby status, the configured values are displayed in the control panel, but laser light is not emitted even All when right, the foot Danny, switch or f- indicates that the is the standby button, the system starts entering the ready state. Ready, flash when the selected this switch. This might be the passive aggression. All right, thank you. So I've already apologized a thousand times for not leaving enough messages on the Chelsea fire. Now you've left a thousand messages. So that's uh, but I must too. say there's one that you actually gave me credit for the other day that I must say rightfully was, was not, not me. You. I believe it was on Monday. The gentleman called in uh, giving Alice a hard time for being snarky with us about, you know, if she does a podcast five days a week, we there should be leaving Steve, more messages. Right? Um, you know, no, trying to take that to heart now. Too. But that gentleman is the one who deserves the hot sauce. I don't believe he identif- identified himself as Danny from Borreca, but you both seem oh. to think it was me. Uh, he did sound a little bit like me, I guess. Um, so, yeah, if that person comes forward, then we'll uh, he send deserves them their the hot, hot sauce. sauce. We will. We but will. this could be season one of the uh, Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce case. So true. <laughs> true. We're launching an executive, uh, an investigative, sorry. Uh, I haven't listened to any case episode else. I have. I have. It's really good. I don't love, like, I, I'm very comfortable where I have Kirk right there. And there's the one with Dr. Dan. Obviously, I'm a Dr. Dan victim. Um, You're upset that he switched the topic of the case season two. No, no, not at all. No, I know that, that you know, he was doing what was expedient and something in the news cycle. I understand that totally. I don't No, it's really good. It's really good. And I like this season. Well, I don't. That's a conversation for another day. I'll I'll cover that later. Anyway, here's the next message. Tom, it wasn't until <laughs> this recent sponsorship, congratulations, by the way, Thank you. with Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce, which I am on my way to buy a bottle right now awesome. to give it a try. Awesome. Uh, I did not realize what a big fan of spice you are as well. So we're certainly kindred spirits in that area. Uh, having been in the Navy, basically it became a staple of my diet because all the food was so terrible. Uh, I would douse everything in typically Cholula or Tabasco, depending on what was available. But right. we didn't typically have a lot of exotic spices around uh the ship but i've definitely continued to enjoy hot sauce since then particularly on eggs oh god yes so oh, is lovely. Uh, really exciting between your stories about putting all the 
red hot pepper flakes on your pizza mm. and then filling avocados with this uh, delicious new hot sauce. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty excited to uh, when we get together someday and have a couple beers. We'll, uh, you know, obviously uh, we keep split at least a bottle a or maybe a case. <laughs> uh, fire wicked hot sauce looking forward to it so am i and let me tell you something that like I, you know i'm doing a week around 180 right now so uh, there's stuff i can't eat but there i do make like a wicked kick-ass hot as holy f chili that's mm. also delicious but painful like it is not it's it's not for those people who are going to I mean, it. The kids and my wife have to leave the house. No, he, you make an entire pot of chili for us, and then you like send some Tupperwares of it over to our neighbors because nobody else who lives in our household can eat it. There have been times no. that you've screwed up and made it so you can't eat it yeah. too, which We're, is like that's pretty crazy. But yeah, so I do. I, I appreciate the stuff out there. I, I'm I'm wary of being trying of being like trying to be one of the like hot, like hot stuff hardo mm-hmm. things. But I like I like definitely love the heat, and I think it's fun, and that's why I like the Chelsea fire wicked hot sauce is kind of like my chili where you can get the perfect balance between tasting good and heat mm-hmm. and that's uh that's just wonderful stuff i'm sure it means i'm insane but whatever we all are right so all right let's go downstairs and see what i'm in trouble for today hi <laughs> <laughs> How are we doing? Uh oh, this is great. How are you he doing? He really is seeing what he's in trouble for. What are you doing? Huh? Yeah, he's talking to you. Hello, yeah. Maxwell. What are you doing? Oh, eating granola bars. That's cool. You put any hot sauce on it? <laughs> Who is this? Hello. Danny? Danny and Marika. I'll have to work on that. Hi, Tom and Alice. This is John. Hi, John. I'm hey, a John. big fan of the show, and you are my number one podcast for 2022 on Spotify. Well, that's great, John. Thanks. I am also somebody who uh, voted for Donald Trump twice right. and was disgusted by the various hoaxes and ways that they tried to take down a sitting president for four years. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I'm also somebody who's ready to move on from Trump. And at this point, my worry is that he will blow up the Republican Party if he does not get the nomination. Possibly. I'm wondering if uh, you agree that at, the, at that point, I would be happy to see his enemies take him down in legal proceedings if that was the only way to stop him. Mm. I feel, like, response. I feel like he's some weird he has like this superpower where stuff like that only makes him stronger though I'd prefer to see his enemies ignore him until he fades away into oblivion that would be my preference but your thoughts Tom uh, John it's a great question um, I mean I agree I think he's going to try to do that if I don't think he him. has quit in him so I don't think he's going to quit. But if something can be, and I, I agree with you, that he can do what he did to this election, that he can, that seats would, that would be comfortable Republican, he will blow up if there's any affiliation between him and certain candidates. And I don't think that he's ever going to poll that well again. 
Unless somehow the problem is if the if if every legal if everybody's mauling him again, that's the best thing for him. That makes him more of a populist. When everybody mauls him, so if the feds are after him and every DA is after him and every district in this country, then I think people are going to say and they watch him fight and fight and fight and never give up. Then there's a lot of the American spirit in there that that like is incredible, and then it could reinvigorate his his popularity i think so i think that's a that's a risk yeah. i think like yeah, slowly problem, he has though, to deflate media- or or i think that slow that if DeSantis continues to to imp- the, there's also the problem of this and regardless of what happens 71 million people voted for him that's more than anybody else other than biden like ever so so he's got a lot of people that are that are that are absolutely baked in yeah, but some of those are like you and me, and like our anonymous caller. Also, some, but what job. if thirty million aren't? Right, that's true. That's true. That's a problem. Yeah, and so but you just have to take fifteen million from Biden or whoever is running on that team and have them vote for you. Right. Instead, my right? my hope is this: that that Ron DeSantis says Trump's popularity continues to decline. That Ron DeSantis says his popularity popularity increases can sit down with Donald Trump and say, "Okay, let's talk about these uh, things, uh, these elements here: uh, immunity, clemency, and um, a pardon uh, for the next four years on any possible thing that anybody could have a problem with you, and um, and even some backroom deals to grease the skids for more Trump properties and government agencies using Trump uh, property property." Whatever it takes, whatever it takes to make this guy feel, and then you know what? Give him the Medal of Freedom, have a big ceremony, you have to, whatever it takes. I know that sounds fairly seedy, but it's politics. It's fairly seedy, so uh, whatever it takes to to give him something else to aspire to. I want DeSantis. I think we need we need to. Uh, the The problem yeah. is this: is it is it the, the I want DeSantis, but at this time last election, I wanted. Walker, so I mean, like it's two hard elections to ago, yeah, far out, right? I mean, yeah, twenty in right. this time in, in twenty sixteen. But walk, right? yeah, you're right, you're right. So that's a it's a great it's a great worry, and I do worry that he has the ability to, to blow everything up, and then and then like where do we? I mean, I, I don't know because the problem is is that every time democratic policies, whether they come through executive orders or just through the media, um, like acting as a as a kiln. Just just bakes into our culture in nor- normalcy this wackiness that it's going to be impossible to in, in intractable situations possible to get out of. So I hope something happens. Yeah. Okay. Ready for your next Danny and Bill Rico message? I would like to hear that. Yes. So I just want to know if I've broken Justin's record for number of. <laughs> Chelsea fired working hotline <laughs> chat chat one day. Wonder if anybody's keeping stats on that, what the prize might be. I think so. Uh, yeah, I think this should definitely become a contest. Ooh. What yours for, Alice? Yeah. It just might come true. I'm loving it. I'm playing every single oh, one. Oh, stop it. You know it, what? You this can't is what an, an so. entitled Lexington Yacht Bunny oh, I love it. demands I'm the surfs. freaking happy yes, right now. Well, this is no what idea. happens. All right, let's go next. How do the Irish know there's only 239 beans in each can of beans? I don't know. Well, if you added one more bean, it'd be too farty. (laughs) 
Here you go, Alice. <laughs> okay. Here's a little geography tidbit. <laughs> oh, that Jesus. Blows the minds of some Northeasterners. Mm-hmm. Did you realize that Atlanta is actually west of Detroit? Look at a map. It's true. Wow. What do you That's know? Good. My That's good. That's good. Speaking of know? Irish, by the way, and this Tom is embarrassed when I say this because, well, I mean, we already know how he feels about Italians, but I love Italians. Drag the Irish in here also. Yeah. Um, that I'm actually one sixteenth Irish. My mom's maiden name is Nolan, by the way. So there you go. Fun fact. You must really think people are enamored with you. <laughs> my goodness. I'll be giving away little pieces of my lineage every week. Tune in. <laughs> my goodness. I have a friend who's in, in Atlanta who just went into rehab. He's my age. Well, let him know if he wants to go to Detroit, he's going to have to go east. Yeah. Who just went into <laughs> rehab. He's my age. His wife's divorcing him now. And... He is now dating a 26-year-old who's gorgeous, actually, as a matter of fact. So there you go. It's neither here nor there, but you mentioned Atlanta, and so there you go, guys. You must think people are really enamored of you. Go to rehab, fellas. I intend to. Do, 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 do. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. Do, 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 do. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. Do, 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 do. I hate to leave you, but I really must say good night, sweetheart. Good night. Do, 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 do. How you like that, Alice? It's very nice. Thank you. Who knows what's coming next? Hey, Tom and Alice, Alicia here. Hey! In the life of a shothead wife. Uh, Started (laughs) out okay. We learned how to listen to the show sober. Last night it took a bit of a turn as there was a notepad, pencil with timestamps scribbled all over. Re-listening to the show, trying to find (laughs) that perfect clip. Uh, Heard a few things (laughs) over and over. So... Uh, Alicia is referencing Morgan has started posting show clips, which is awesome, by the way. I should. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much, Morgan. I think it's awesome, Morgan. Um, Alicia and Morgan may find some. What happens when you let Morgan listen to the show sober? See, if you don't want the notepad and the timestamps, you have to bring the case of beers back in. So, I mean, like the trade-offs, right? All right. Sorry. Where's the case of beers? Did we decide that Morgan tell us what beers he's drinking? Mm, I'd have to go look for Alicia's last message. I feel like she did tell us, but I don't remember. Okay. All right. Anyway, sorry, Alicia. Go ahead. Uh, anyways, and then I guess the new venture is I am forced to make a Twitter account and call in every Thursday to check in. I did so just follow here you. I am. I'll talk to you guys next Twitter, week. Alicia. Maybe see you on Twitter. Have a good weekend. What a nice wife that is. Why can't I have that? What do you mean? I'm a great wife. Alice, <laughs> Although Alicia is like gold medal. I mean, she's awesome. We love her, obviously. Alice, you disfigured my head <laughs> because I made a joke text one night. I need somebody who's joke nice. Text. In... Joke text. Yes. My goodness. Can you imagine that? Hmm. Morgan, you're a lucky man. <sighs> All right. And at that, I mean, like fitting, fitting. That Danny left 3,000 messages, but Alicia beat him for the last message before the show. That was it? 
Yep, that was it. We're done. It's only been three and a half hours. Are you sure? <laughs> I mean, like, guys, you can call in now. I don't know what to tell you. You can leave some more messages, but I think that's it for the week. I'm pretty sure. Mostly, I'd hang out, guys, just in, on the off chance that uh, somebody's going to try <laughs> to sell you some tweener music. You know what? Let me refresh the page again. No, nope, no new messages. It's just Alicia's last one. So fitting. Okay. A plus well, for collar. that was excellent. What an ensemble! What a what a it, what a just great symphony of excellent content. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Thank you, um, Danny. Thank you. Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline callers. Thank you, Patreon patrons. Thank you, people who actually listen to the Kids Bop ads. We appreciate all of you so much. Thank you, butt plugs. <laughs> and um, yeah, anybody else I need to thank for this week? I mean, it's been a banner week, I feel. For them, for the callers, I don't know if we've been awesome. Oh, but the, <laughs> the, music, the music is playing. I hear you. I hear you. Um, so anyway, so thank you all so much. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash burnbarrel. You can also find our website and places to listen for free at burnbarrelpodcast.com. Uh, you do get to listen to ads sometimes. You can also find us on Twitter at burnbarrelpod, facebook.com slash burnbarrelpodcast, and burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.